everybody. Welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. First of all, I'm back. Did you guys yeah. miss me? Yeah, we did. I had to we try to be the host you know? last week, and I totally butchered the intro. I forgot to let everybody introduce themselves like you do. But it's fun, like, because we're not doing it right now, I'm because Andy. I was just really excited about being back. Uh, I'm, I'm Danielle. <laughs> and I'm Dylan. Do you guys just remember in case the, you forgot me. the first podcast we did, how we had to restart, like, two or three times, and there was, like... A lot of laughter because we kept messing up. Well, now we realize that we don't even, it doesn't need to be perfect. No, no but we also just always let Dylan do it because. Yeah, because he's the best. He's the best at it. He's also the best segway. Wouldn't say I'm the best. No, you guys, I listened to I listened to the cast. I'm a big and fan. I was sad that I wasn't there. You guys did an awesome job. It was it was fun. Um, we had Matt uh, in, the, in the house, Matt and house. that was a lot of fun talking to him, but. Yeah, I mean, you're like the introducer. You like yeah. you start us off, and Andy segues us. And yeah, I try to do that, but like you guys were all serious for this last one, so it made me feel it like was serious maybe I'm, talk. I'm just like that goofball that never wants to talk about the the actual like issue at hand. I'm just like here look, to look, oh, laugh there's, into the there's, microphone. There's value to that. <laughs> a few podcasts so. ago, I think I said the word turd like four times. <laughs> Within so, like a 30 second period. Right, at the very end. And then we cut off and I just felt really stupid. I think if anything's going to go into like our archives one day, like our best episodes, it's it's really going to be the turd episode. Yeah, That's going to come back on me, I have a feeling. <laughs> our future super fans will talk about how that was the classic episode from like our first run you, here. You Fast forward to the end, and it's just me right in the microphone saying, turn, turn, turn. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're all back. Stuff. The trio is back. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. And so we've, yeah. we've got some good bourbon here to celebrate. Some special bourbon. Some very special Ooh, bourbon. Ooh, very special. Yeah, take it away. Do your thing. In honor of George Garvin Brown, the namesake of Brown Foreman, the founder of Brown Foreman, um, his birthday every year comes. <laughs> On September 2nd, and every year, Old Forrester releases the birthday bourbon. Yes, one of the most sought after. Yes. Back in the day, I remember when I first got into this stuff in like 2012 or something, this stuff was everywhere. It came out, and I went to Liquor Barn, and they had cases and cases and cases of it. And I thought, I should buy one of these, and I didn't. And <laughs> now, you can't find it anywhere. No. This is last year's birthday bourbon that I acquired via trade on the internet, but if I wanted to get one of this year's editions, I'm sure it hasn't hit all the liquor stores yet. But uh, they did release some at the distillery on Sunday, which was uh, George Garvin Brown's birthday, mm-hmm. September 2nd. That was a nifty looking bottle. Like they kind of like stepped it up this year. Did they? Yeah, it seemed like they put a little like ribbon and stuff on there. It wasn't oh, as like okay. yeah. I haven't seen I one in person. That. Yeah, or even a picture. I don't think. Yeah, this it was a little bit different. So there were people, I think they had like 42 or 43 bottles, according to some random person on Facebook. And they came out on Sunday. You can't sell liquor until 1 o'clock on Sunday. So these people, the first in line, waited from 7 p.m. on Saturday night all the way until Sunday. And this, like, that's not just at a distillery or a, or a liquor store. That is downtown literally in downtown Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. On Main Street. On the street. On the street. How many people do you think were just going to like get some barbecue at Doc Crow's, walking past these people with fold-out chairs, and they had to explain what they were doing out there? Actually, actually, somebody posted on Reddit, like, there's a really long line outside. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) But you can go into Duluth and get all the stuff that you need to camp out. out. Actually, that's perfect. Yeah. Maybe that's why Duluth. You can get probably uh, a fold-out shirt. A flannel shirt for the nighttime. Yeah. 
You pull the Craig okay. Brown, get some butt naked underwear. Right. Well, you know what? Andy recently started wearing the Duluth underwear, and you're a fan. We talked about this before, oh, yeah. and I've yet to like put, dip my toe into that. I will water. say they're a little more expensive, though. <laughs> you gotta really be careful with like what um, dip my euphemisms you're using talking about underwear. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You guys yeah, like I can't how take on, on the back. podcast I like to tell you guys like the underwear that Andy wears. So, he really likes the armachillos. Well, I just literally told you what underwear my future father-in-law yeah, you know, wears wear wear all the time. So I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to be real upset if I don't get a pair of those for Christmas this year. Oh, okay. I'm just there's, saying. There's just throwing it out there. I'm not buying you underwear for Christmas, Dylan. I'm not I'll, asking I'll you. I'll get you underwear for Christmas. They know who I'm talking to. <laughs> they know who they are. Also, I think um, this is a great bourbon for us to be drinking on National Bourbon Heritage Month. Correct. September is. is Bourbon Heritage Month. It is. And this is it's, it, it's one of those things that pops up with us because, um, you know, close to where Danielle and I are from... Mm-hmm. Um, there is the the Bourbon Festival, the annual right. Bourbon Festival in Bardstown every year. September twelfth, it starts. Yeah. This year, um, unfortunately, we are not able to go, uh, Andy and myself. But uh, I'm gonna get there one day. Haven't I've only been once. Yeah, and it's one of those things that, like, since bourbon's gotten super popular, has yeah. gotten huge. It used to be, you know, like a in few, a field, right? Yeah, I mean, it used to be like a few booths and like whatever, like, oh, it's you know, it's bourbon festival, and they and now it's turned into this thing where there are these extravagant dinners and galas every night. Oh, it's amazing! And, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's unreal. They they said that you know it started out, and you know, Bardstown is obviously a beautiful city. Um, and a great small town, and obviously their bourbon heritage is a huge thing, but the events have actually sprawled out to Louisville now. I mean, they can't hold the amount of people mm-hmm. and uh, the amount of people who actually want to come to these events. They just don't have the capacity, so they've moved it out to these urban distilleries in Louisville, even like Bowman Field, mm-hmm. the hangar. Um, so, super exciting. The, yeah. last, the last time, or the only time I went to an official bourbon festival event, I ended up... Uh, on the ground on Clay Street, throwing up in a tuxedo. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. yep. There's only but, there's but, only one way to throw up, and it's in a tuxedo. Right. I mean, you <laughs> might as well make it look classy. But yeah. we went to the the gala event, like the the main bourbon ball deal. Hold on, can you, what do, you, do you guys say gala or gala? Great question. What is the right gala. way to say it? Gala. I like. I pretty <laughs> so much toggle right. in between, just depending on yeah, like how that up. first little syllable I comes out. I think I've said gala mostly because that's what Andy says. Don't blame me for what you <laughs> gala. I mean, gala. No, it influences. I think gala me. is the correct word. But gala but sounds that, better. But now that I've said both of them over and over again, they both lost all meaning, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's like it never sounds good after you say it like four or five times in a row. But that event's but amazing. Anyway. You have you go in and like the reception, all the distilleries are set up. Uh, they all have like special glassware that they're they're giving out. So you walk around with like a tote bag and fill it up with glass. That's why you want a bunch of drunk people carrying around bags of glass. <laughs> um, but they kind of pull out some more special products, and it's all unlimited. And then you go into the dinner, and everybody's got a bottle of bourbon on the table. Bars flowing. It's a good time. I'm feeling good. And I don't think that I was... I didn't overindulge that much. The problem was I rode in the very back row of a conversion van 
is a friend of ours, younger sister, was driving us back from Bardstown down that Route 245. You got a lot of windy roads. Oh, you took Bardstown Road back. No, well, we, we had to take 245 yeah. to the to Oh, to the 65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every bump in the back. I don't know if the, <laughs> the shocks in this thing had been replaced. Every bump's exaggerated. <laughs> and the whole way back, I knew I was going to I knew I was gonna throw up. I just had to wait until I got out of the, the car. And as I soon mean, as you I got were, like, out, on the ground, like, crawling up the stairs. I said I was on the ground outside of Market Street. So you're saying that curvy, windy roads made you crawl up the stairs to the bathroom. And unlimited alcohol. Yeah. I would say the unlimited alcohol might be it. Didn't play but, a part. But, uh, <laughs> all right, so, so Cambridge Dictionary. Okay. Gila. Ah. Do, do the UK pronunciation. This is how they say it in British English. Gala. Oh. <laughs> so if you say gala, you're actually more a little more sophisticated. A little bit more you're, sophisticated. You're speaking you're, the Queen's English. The Queen's English. So yeah. How how fancy AF do you want to be? Right. I'm gala. I'm yep. Yep. So can we talk about this birthday bourbon? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. For the love of yeah, God. how in the world? Sorry, I think we're I'm really good at getting off on off. tangents, guys. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. So this is a twelve year bourbon and the nose on this thing is amazing. Like I've been drinking a lot of good bourbon recently, but this just stands out. I get mm-hmm. like like dried fruit and the age you can smell on there. Yeah, the thing is that it's it's very strong. You can smell the age, but it doesn't have that like burn that old you normally smell. get. Well, it doesn't old. have the old. You don't smell. get the old. Now I'm starting to smell some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I don't know what, why is that? I think that might just be your old oven. Yeah. I think yeah. I didn't get invited to stay for dinner. You but are it smells delicious. We only like. have two steaks. Not <laughs> <laughs> You're not invited. I know, I was just trying to think how these supplements I'm going to drink this really fancy bourbon, then I'm going to go pick up some Taco Bell on the way home, just to cap it all off. We have some leftover Chinese for you. Oh, gosh, I'm good. But, uh, no, I think when, when I taste this, I get a really strong um, kind of, like, nuttiness, almost like a, a, a walnut. Um and I don't like I don't know if I've ever tasted something like that strong. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's definitely you get that nut and mm-hmm. <laughs> nutty and flavor in there. <laughs> but I've really uh, I've come to really like brown form and bourbon oh over the past year. As everybody knows, that's a loyal podcast listener. I let Dylan compose himself and waste some more time. The uh, <laughs> Old Forester nineteen twenty won our sour mash sixteen. This is somewhat similar to that, a little lighter proof, mm-hmm. but a little he- a lot heavier age, I think. And this oh, yeah. this stuff's delicious. It's fantastic, and I mean, you can't beat the bottle. It's like this nice, it's like squat. Um, I really want bottle. some of the eighteen. Yeah, no, for sure. What are the notes that it says inside? All right, the guys. Thing? So let's talk notes. So <laughs> is what you're. What are you tasting, Danielle? Let me read right off of this. <laughs> I'm tasting. Okay, so we've got a rich amber honey color. On the nose, we're going to get some butterscotch, some dried fig and tobacco, with a touch of chocolate-covered candied citrus. Mm, not bananas. Chocolate-covered banana. Dried fig and tobacco. Yeah. On the taste, toffee and brown sugar lead into dried cherry, black peppercorn, and roaring spice. Roaring. So is that a type of spice, or are they just saying that the spice is like yeah, roaring? Yeah, go look in our spice never, I hear it too, we, we definitely have don't have spice. roaring spice. You've never used any roaring spice in your cooking? Does anybody have roaring spice? <laughs> and on the finish, dry and intense spice rounding out into hints of floral bouquet. Mm. So, yeah, um, I'm not there yet to, choose, to pick out any of that, but... I can get the floral on yeah. the end. 
That's it's good. easy to pick out once you've heard it. Yeah, yeah. And plus, oh, it's not sure. like that's the Bible. What this tastes like, as no. we always say, taste that's, is subjective. That's what you talked about with Matt. You taste nut in your bourbon, then there's nut in your bourbon. Oh, Jesus Jesus Christ. Right. Well, right. there's the title. There we so, go. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of tasting, not to get, um, I am getting it off the birthday bourbon, but um, I took a tour of Rabbit Hole um, this week. And yeah. Uh, I thought it was really interesting how they don't have a master distiller at Rabbit Hole. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, like, I don't think we've ever talked about that, but it really stood out to me because I've I've been in Rabbit Hole, and we've talked to the people there, and we've, we've had it before, but I've never actually done the tour, and they just have, um, they just have, like, everybody there is the master distiller. They just go in during the day when they want to try some stuff. They write down some notes, and, and that's that. It's really they, cool, yeah. And they, and they crowdsource. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of their whole thing is that their story is that they don't want to be that, like, tradition bourbon. Like, they're not trying to make up this tradition that that they came from this old recipe and all this kind of stuff. Like, they're embracing the fact that they're new and they're modern. And they're doing, doing, yeah, they're doing things a little bit different. And, you know, you have to appreciate that because it's not, like, trying to, I mean, even... The story that they tell about, you know, how they do things, like, doesn't go back to saying, like, oh, well, we wanted to pay homage to do whatever. Like, they do that in some in some way, shape, or form, but at the same time, like, it's all about this new way of making bourbon. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of when we were talking to Forrest uh, and talking about how, you know, you can only make so many recipes of bourbon right you know, they you know you have to come up with something new that makes you stand out yeah and they're doing it yeah I anyway agree. i thought that was really cool i just wanted to bring that up no and that's him tasting yeah you know? and I, 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 we're gonna talk about tasting i want to talk about that gin that they had oh that gin was delicious that gin is a delight i bought some ah i need to find i bought some, some on the tour Nice. You can get it at the distillery. Um, I don't think I've seen it on any li- actual liquor store no. shelves. I Maybe don't know that, that I have either. Um, not that I need another bottle of gin. You guys know I'm a big gin drinker, but I loved it. Like, to the point where I could throw it on some ice and drink it, and I wouldn't... Although I really like gin, I'm, I like a gin cocktail. No, I'm not like, you would you know, never just sip on gin. I mean, how many people do you know? You're like, you, like, go to their house, like, sipping gin on the rocks. I remember your stick. I remember back when we stick. did it um, in college when we were freshmen. Why? Were you sipping Why? it or were you shooting it? No, you remember, Danielle? Oh we used God. to just drink all the Seagram's gin and Betty Johnson. And honestly, <laughs> just it, it makes meat? me a little... Like, no, it's we shot it for no, the most yeah. part. for sure, but, but it, that's, it honestly... That's a classy way to say taking a shot. <laughs> yeah, we shot oh, did you, did you have that neat? How many did you have in a row? Neat? How long did that? Ten minutes. Honestly, I really like it. Uh, maybe I will start just drinking it neat or on the rocks. But, um, yeah, that, that rabbit hole gin is special. It's solid. It's open for public tours now. So, Hit it yeah, up. Definitely check it out. Go there. And we're, we're looking forward to working with them. Yeah. We're hoping to do very that. Very soon. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Very, very soon. So Dylan and I had a nice time last Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Whatever it was. Yeah, it I think matter. it, it was a Wednesday. It can be a Wednesday. <laughs> It was Wednesday. We went to, there was a um, Convention and Visitors Bureau event at Flying Axes. Network nights. Network nights. I'll be the first to say that I don't like networking. Um, Dylan, I think, is a very skilled networker. Dylan is an amazing networker. Dylan, like, forced me to go talk to people, which is (laughs) great. I need to to do that. Andy and I went to a networking event for LEBA, the Louisville Independent Business Association, Mm -hmm. Uh, week before that and it was a great event but like Andy and I legitimately we first we go get a drink we go get food 
and we sit at a table and we say, okay, what do we do? Do we just walk up to people? I should, all right, everybody else is talking to other people. We should, okay, let's finish this food first though. Okay, well maybe we'll have this drink. Let's get another drink. And then finally we made ourselves just kind of like be around people, close to people. Right. And you just have to jump in. You have to go and like interrupt somebody's conversation and you have to be like, hey, I saw your t-shirt. What yeah. do you guys do? No, right? you did. Which we did a handful did. of times. That's we the did. biggest thing to do. Anyway, just, and we yeah. made some good contacts, I think. Yeah. And Dylan introduced me to a local legend. Yeah. To uh, to Louisville basketball great uh, Milt Wagner. Yeah. Who who I know through my day job uh, at the Urban League, who does a lot of really great stuff for us. And yeah, Andy, tell, tell them where your night went. You know, you, you met Milt and you're like, oh, this is great. And then you ended up uh, partnering up with him, right? So the way that they had this whole thing set up, it started at five, and they had a axe throwing window from five to six, and one from six to seven. Dylan and I were signed up from the six to, for the six to seven, but there was really no like structure. There wasn't like Dylan and Andy on bay two. Mm-hmm. We just kind of walked around, and you ended up uh, meeting up with some people. But they were all about like there's. I love going to flying axes, but there's this whole and rightfully so because you're literally hurling sharp objects mm-hmm. through the wall. There's a whole safety thing, and you got to hear the spiel, and you got to hear how to how to toss the axes. I've already heard all this. I know the drill. So I was just trying to like basically fool one of the coaches into thinking that we had already heard the thing. Oh my! Don't we, but didn't we did hear it. We did hear it. Yeah. I've heard it. I know how to be safe with the axes. And we were there. You when don't we touch the blade. Mm-hmm. You don't throw them at people. We weren't super active participants in the coaching, <laughs> but we were there. Right. We witnessed all of this right. as a proud partner of Flying Axes. We we followed the safety instructions. Okay, we right. absolutely followed the safety instructions. I'm just saying that I already know the safety instructions. Right. But anyway, so we tried to find a, a bay that wasn't as crowded. Mm-hmm. We ended up skipping from bay to bay and ended up in one where it was even more crowded than the first. <laughs> Dylan had to leave suddenly because he was tired. <laughs> so I was like, I'm having a good time. I'm talking to people. I'm just going to stay. So as Dylan walked out to my left, was just three people in a bay. And it was a man, a very petite woman, and Milt Wagner. Milt Wagner. Um, so the coach asked if we wanted to play a game, and I was the fourth. So Milt and I teamed up mm-hmm. against this older gentleman and I don't think that they were together. I'm mm-hmm. still not sure about that. But a very small woman who was very apprehensive about throwing these axes. So I'm thinking, I've been to flying axes seven or eight times. Yeah. Milt, 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 Milt Wagner was a professional athlete. Yep. Like, he's going to pick this thing up easy. Yeah. We're going to wipe the floor with Like these shooting a jump people. shot, right? Yeah. Right. Did not turn out like that. <laughs> I think that, and this is going to sound like an excuse because it is... Our target was loose. Mm -hmm. Like, the axes would stick in there and just fall out. So, Milt and I went back and forth, and we were playing to 21. It shouldn't take long. Mm -hmm. Like, if you had a bullseye, it's worth seven points. So, three bullseyes wins you the whole thing. It took probably a half hour for us to get to 21. What? Yeah. I carried the team. (laughs) (laughs) I think Milt stuck one axe. I stuck... I can't say I stuck more. I stuck probably four. I mean, it is not easy to be good when you first start throwing axes. Speak for yourselves. Um, Dylan, Dylan's a ringer. Whatever. Speak for yourselves. Dylan, Dylan whatever. An absolute ringer. I've thrown axes <laughs> several times. Was that a Godfather voice? Just... I think it was. <laughs> you know, probably like a cotton ball here. <laughs> I've, I've thrown axes a few times, but I'm not. So we got stuck on 20 to 20. We keep going back and forth. I'm thinking this is the last throw. I'm whiffing. Milt's whiffing. <laughs> Two other people are whiffing. And finally, old man... 
Old Stuckhorn. He's Stuckhorn. And we lost. Dude was throwing Stuck hard. I remember seeing the old... He was an older gentleman. Older gentleman. I mean, like, like somebody would say, like, old boy, like, just kind of... Uh, oh, yeah. He was just a, yeah. he was just a good old boy. Yeah, yeah, a good old boy. But he was he was extremely excited, I think, to be throwing axes against Mill Wagner. Mil- Mil- he, he was a, yeah. a Louisville fan. You guys fan. got a great pick. Yeah, I'm a can, more of a Kentucky guy, but that didn't change my um, my reverence for yeah. tossing axes with a local with a legend. legend. And it shared made for a sweet picture. Yeah, we shared on... several high fives. Nice. Wow. Handshake, yeah. wow. Like, an attaboy, even. <laughs> a good game. But we, we went down in defeat. That was disappointing. It was kind of a no-win situation. It's like, well, we win. We should have won. We should have beat these people. But we lost. But you and, never know. Yeah. You never know how the axes are going to fall. Or stick. And, and you know what? That's mm. good advice mm. for flying axes yeah. and for life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So speaking of, speaking of flying axes, I know we have a few people who listen to the podcast who maybe haven't been on a tour. So mm-hmm. if you are interested in going October 6th at 1230 in the afternoon, we are doing our Bullseyes and Bourbon event. It's an hour of axe throwing followed by a two-hour sour match tour. Yep. Three stops in Nulu. And it is by far our most popular event. It is mm-hmm. a great time. Um, if you guys are interested, you can sign up online, sourmatchtours.com slash tours slash bullseyes and bourbon. And it's also linked on our Facebook on do502.com um, and on Instagram. So yeah. um, you guys should join us October 6th. It's a ton of fun. It's I a mean, lot it, of fun. Of course, axes before bourbon. Those were Obviously. stipulations that we Obviously. had to agree to when we is decided there, to do this. Is there a rhyme you can come up with for that? Like, liquor before beer, have no fear. <laughs> axes before bourbon... There'll be no hurting. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It's the best, it's the that was, best I could do. That was, that was better good. than I thought. <laughs> but it should be bourbon before axes. You're gonna, the only thing you can say is something with axes. That's the only thing you can work. Catch your axes. Can't, can't, play, can't play no saxes because you'll mm. lose your fingers. There you go. Oh, yeah. that's, 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 that's yeah. dark. You gotta go somewhere. You gotta I justify agree. this. I agree. You can't just come up with riddles like that. Mm-hmm. So the birds are back in town. Oh, how was that for a segue? That was good. That was, there was actually not a segue. It was just a total interruption like a, of our previous. No, you had to wait, wait like for the right pause. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it, it was a perfect like pun to throw in there. I'm officially a charger. I got a text message from, as it, as it says on my phone, maybe Alex. <laughs> maybe? Oh, yeah. Because, like, if Siri kind of yeah, yeah. lets you know. He just says, hey, and he puts his You get an email, yeah. But I guess he's like my boss. They're going to send me some chargers, and I'm going to see if it's actually worth my while mm-hmm. to drive here's around town and pick up Here, these birds. Here's the situation. Andy informed me the other day that you charge these, but then they have to be out the next day by 7 a.m. Yeah. yeah. This isn't going to be a long time. The only thing I wake up before 7 is for a flight or a tea time. Exactly. Yeah. I was getting ready to say golf or, yeah. So I, <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm not sure that this is going to last, mm-hmm. but we'll see. So did you know that they shut those bad boys off at 9 o'clock? What? I did because I'm a charger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. I, so Kate and I had like a full-on bird excursion day on Sunday, and like went and went to Nulu, did a little shopping, hung out, went and blowfish, like bought some stuff and blowfish, and then like proceeded to grab some birds and just ride them around town, like rode them from. Uh, Nulu to like down to Akasha and, and then up to Holy Grail to be with some folks. 
So did the, that's a long ride. Oh yeah, how absolutely. long were you on it? Like how many miles did did you go? So we did like two or something like that. Nice. So it was only like four bucks. I was like, all right, well, you know, we're yeah. still, you know, we weren't drunk. Like we were still sober, so it was worth it for us to do that and like have some fun instead of get an Uber that was going to cost us like eight bucks, right? They're yeah. a lot of fun. They're a they ton of fun. fun. But then like later on that day, we wanted to surprise our friend and like bring a bird to him so we could like ride it around the neighborhood. But it was after nine, and like I did, went, you like put it in your car? I, I no, I couldn't unlock it. Like I. Uh, Try to like unlock it to get it. Gotcha. Yeah, to see if it would unlock. But you like, could no. put it in your car though, right? Yeah, but it chirped the whole time. Yeah, that's why they call it birds. <laughs> because they they do do a lot of chirping. Mm. But the, chirp. Yeah. I thought chirp. you said trip. Oh yeah, they trip the whole time. Yeah, but <laughs> you know how birds are real clumsy when they walk <laughs> and trip. Yeah. Okay. Chirp. So no. So yeah, I didn't know that they like shut them off at a certain time. I didn't know and that then either. you can't ride them anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I, I did know that. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I'm a charger. Yeah, but that's. I don't a, know if you. Knew, I, I mentioned that yet. You have to mention that. But that's a bummer, though, because like, I mean, I guess it makes sense because yeah, they don't you know, want you're more than likely to be drunker. Yeah. At nine. I, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. But still, but no, it's a like it is worth it's it fun. to do. Like it is a ton of fun. The first day they came back, I rode one all the way from my office downtown to uh, Pizza. Pizza Lupo? Lupo, Lupo. In Butchertown. I yeah. can't believe that you... And there was some treacherous it was like, it was roads like five, in that. Like some five, construction. Yeah. Like, it was rush hour. Yeah. <laughs> that was a couple of miles. That was And that you're was supposed tough. to drive those like straight up on the street. Like yeah. it's not yeah, for you're the not side. Supposed when to I'm cruising side. downtown, I keep it on the street for mm-hmm. the most part. Frankfurt Avenue. Today I use it to go to Please. FedEx Please. and back to run an errand. Yeah. Like it's just a quick way to zip around town. <laughs> you took it to FedEx to mail... To mail those sunglasses that I accidentally took from Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the lake this weekend. He uh, picked up the wrong sunglasses. So send them back. We had to send them back. Yeah, yeah we we made an exchange. Scott Higdon brought mine to me because mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. there the next day. Yeah, and um, I took... and we we mailed Jay's back to him. This is a, this is a very mundane. Yeah, this podcast. is good. <laughs> anyway, other errands that I ran this week. <laughs> Not on birds. Not on birds. Anyway. But it like. I, it, Somebody asked me the like somebody asked me today, hey, like we're going down to Nulu for dinner, like is there anything fun to do other than like flying axes? And I was like, Well flying axes is awesome, but if you just wanna like hang out and do whatever, like just ride some birds around and you're gonna have a blast. Yeah. Those like, birds are really fun. They fly too. They yeah. do. Mm-hmm. That's why they call them birds. Kate found a, like an all white one. Yeah, really? I've seen those. Yeah. What's that? Is that one. special? Dustin from uh trustcrooks.com. Oh so, yeah. yeah Trustcrooks.com. He had a um, a white bird for his first flight, as he calls it. Stop. <laughs> what is the white? What is the he white texted bird? me and said, "I just had my first flight." Hashtag bird. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if they're Does like it have special. All I know is that like the one that the one that Kate picked up was considerably faster than mine. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Maybe it's because Kate's had a lighter load. She mm. she is quite a bit lighter than me. There you go. So maybe that's what it was, but I, I don't know. I like. I like to think the pedal the metal, so I like yeah. to think that the white ones, the the special ones that are floating around the albinos, <laughs> the uh, maybe have a little more juice, a little bit more kick to them. Yeah. Maybe anyway, so. I hope the birds stick around for a while because it's my new favorite way to get around in Nulu. I was telling you all about these several weeks ago, and I think you guys were kind of rolling your eyes at me about yeah. how excited I was. I was Adam. jealous that you actually got to ride one. Yeah, like during the two-day stint before yeah. they they left. But it's great on like a hot day. You get on a bird. You got the breeze blowing. And on Frankfurt Avenue, close to where I work, we just cruise the sidewalks. Like, there's not a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. It's great. Get Hopefully nobody from shop. Bird or the local authorities is listening because you're not supposed to do that. Are they going to come arrest me? I hope not. Let's uh, hope yeah. not. That would suck. Yeah. The, the Bird Police. Yeah. 
No. So Danielle, before we wrap up, did you have some questions you wanted to ask us? Yeah. So, so I've got a few. Would you rather? Sorry, I feel like I've taken Dylan's job as segwayer on this. I got to ease back into it. Okay, that's true. Yeah, I took a little high. He's he's had a break. He's back into it. So I've got some would you rather's. These are these are pretty simple. So we're gonna like do do a quick round of these. Lightning round. Would you rather your shirts be always two sizes too big or one size too small? Ooh. Always one size too small. I'm gonna go two sizes too big. No, because you at least get the Euro look. Honestly, I can not mine up at the bottom or I can make some tailoring. I can do that's, some tailoring. That's cheating. That's cheating. That's no, you have to just wear around the hypothetical. I can't dress I probably like a still professional have two sizes and have a shirt that's two sizes too big. I mean, I don't wanna wear this a This isn't 1993. I'll go too small. <laughs> okay. You have to go too small. I'm, I'm going too big. I don't, I can't, I, I've, I'd be, I think I would be more self-conscious walking around town in like a, a shirt that was just hanging off of me than one that might show off my curves a little bit. Ooh. Oh, show them all. I like that. Maybe trying to get sexy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, second one. The curves that I'm referring to aren't necessarily sexy curves. Oh, okay. Depending on who you are. Internet people, you be I the mean, judge of that. I'm I think your wife would be excited about those curves. All right, guys, would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? I'm always 10 minutes late anyway, so I'll, t- I'll choose that. Absolutely not. I'm going I'm to go against the grain here. I think that being late is like super rude so i'm gonna go with 20 minutes early i'd always be 20 minutes what well, depends early. on this situation if i'm a, so wait let's say this a party like we're having they have a little get together 20 minutes early is the worst that's too much could i just like chill outside like yes. hide no. in the bushes for 20 minutes no you don't have to go in getting around these hypotheticals no i mean yeah <laughs> but no i mean if that's the case i'm gonna say 10 minutes late well, to a party can I, would... I can i warn people i'm gonna be 10 minutes late yeah that's gonna just gonna be my like. They're gonna wear, my, that's gonna, gonna be my. Pen. That's gonna be my email signature. See, I just rub, like if I'm not earlier on time for something, like I get like super nervous and I'm gonna offend somebody. I so I'd much rather be stupid early and sit in somebody's lobby or like sit and be like, hey, what you guys do today? Other than being like super late, like parties are different because you're not supposed to be yeah. early. You're not supposed to be really on time. No. I will. I will say though that sometimes being too early is like a real bugaboo. Like you got like. Somebody come into the office for a meeting and they show up like 20 minutes early and you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Seriously? Let them sit in that lobby. I don't know. It's let tough. Let them sit in that lobby and wait. Yeah. Yeah, let them stew down there. That's tough. Okay, and then lastly, would you rather live without the internet or live without air conditioning and heating? Oh, Christ. I know. Perish. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I know. I, I mean, I... Can I move to like San Francisco and then just say I'm going to live without? You couldn't. You had the. All right. I know. I, I get it. I get it. I'm making a joke. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. All right. So let's put it this way. Like, if you had to live without it completely, you you could not do a lot of stuff. You It'd be hard to participate in society you without the internet. You need the internet. I know it sounds silly. We and there are plenty podcast. of people that like, yeah, we wouldn't have this podcast. Or the business. Be able to, yeah, like, how would we do? Just put flyers on people's cars and chalk old... around campus like we used to do when promoted parties in college? But you know what my mom would say? She'd say, why would you need the internet? Yeah. She's like, I don't even know how to turn the computer on. <laughs> right. I don't need that. That's true. There are people and every day what? that live without the internet. And guess what I grew up? And like, I grew up without air conditioning or heat. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did not have central air. We Did had, you have like space heaters? Uh, we had a wood stove, my friend. Could you well, use the could, wood stove? Would like, that is that a cheap as a hypothetical? Can I use other means to stay comfortable? Or do I just? Well, I would say the, yeah. I would say like commercial air conditioning and heating, like yeah. 
Like we central, could, central, yeah. central area. Central area. Now, I, I'm proof you can survive that. Now, do I want to do it now as a 30 year old man with his own home? Absolutely not. No. But I didn't not. have a choice from birth till 18. Now, I do. I will say if we if we didn't have the internet, like I would just have a ton of hobbies. <laughs> I would be very productive with other things. See, I don't think that I'd be that productive. <laughs> what would you do though? Watch TV. I would. I would <laughs> read. I would read a lot channel. of books. I just watch a bunch of TV. I, I would never be. I would never not finish my book club book. See, that's when you get Cliff Notes or an audio book though. Cliff Notes aren't really like a thing for a lot of books. Like when you're in a book club, you just have like reading a new book. It's not like you can go online and like read a synopsis for most of those. You can audio book it though. You could, but I like to read the book. So when it says live without air conditioning and heating, I'm going to take this super literally. Like Everything. if I walk into like North Lime with my laptop to surf the internet, like their HVAC, their HVAC goes broken. off. Yeah. <laughs> like everywhere, everywhere I go. go. So like you just it's become just a pariah. So it's yeah. not worth it to have like, then you'd need the internet because it's the only place you could meet people. Well, if you, didn't have, <laughs> if you didn't have the internet, like would you walk into North Lime and like the internet goes down? Yeah. Yeah. That's also going to suck. People are going to be like, dude, for real. Yeah, yeah. Either way, you're like pig pen. Like yeah, walking around a cloud of like negativity. I guess that one was a little little tougher than the last one. I like that one. I know that was a good that's one. A, that's that a was good tough. That's a, like that's a te- like that's a stump. Wow, thanks. Andy actually got a would you rather book. Ooh. Yeah, randomly a guy I work with, Kyle, who's I don't think he knows we have a podcast, so he definitely doesn't know we do these on the on the cast. Uh, he just thought that I would find the book funny. So he brought it to me. So, said, but he forgot it. So I left it at work. So some of them in there. Some of them are super dirty, and some of them are dumb. Like the one that somebody read today was. I think this is only applicable to Danielle. Would you rather have a horizontal butt crack or have <laughs> your breasts stacked on top of each other vertically? <laughs> and that's what we're gonna leave you guys with. You think about that. Stew on that one. Think about it. Send it. Send us your responses at info at sourmanagetours.com. There you go. I would say maybe actually just write on our Facebook. Don't send me any. Don't write on our Facebook, our public <laughs> Facebook wall about breasts and butt cracks. Vertical breasts. <laughs> no, that would be great because people would say, "What are they talking about? This is crazy." And yeah, I'm check out this cast. No, send it to send it to whatever. Yeah, respond. Yeah, just send it to my personal email. Yeah, so, if you, so if you don't know, uh, you if you want to check that out, you might as well just go ahead and go to all of our social media. So you can follow us at Sour Match Tours. Uh, you can also check out our uh, webpage where you can email at info at sourmatchtours at www.sourmatchtours.com. Check out everything that we're doing. Remember, you can do that bullseyes and bourbon, which you should do. Subscribe to our podcast. You can buy a new t-shirt or a tank top. Yes. Designed by our good friend and amazing designer, Robbie Davis. Absolutely. They're fantastic. Again, check out social media to see what those look like. You can order them online. We will send those to you. Or you can buy them after you come out on a tour with us. Or you can pick them up locally and you can talk to us in person. You can't come to my house. I don't, I'm not inviting you to my well, house. We're going to meet, meet you at, at a neutral at a place. Spot. Yeah, Craigslist. Parking Kmart, lot. A Kmart parking lot. Definitely. There's a K- Whoop, I'm not telling people where I'm living. I'm not going to pull an Andy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That Kmart's closed. <laughs> you stop giving people hints. Okay. Don't you tell them where I, I live. I don't think that a closed Kmart is specific enough. To tell you, there's you know how many Kmart's there are that are closed? All of them. Oh, they yeah, should. right. Yeah, but I don't know how many crazies are listening. Anyway, <laughs> keep listening. I love you, and we we love you as, as fans and everyone. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell Absolutely. And until next time, guys. Cheers. Cheers.
in the treetop all the day. 